Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening this Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. Topics on today's episode include the return to in-person conferences, my interview with Sean Dugan on the rise of the all-in-one mortgage platform, and the latest economic data. Are you looking for signs of the times? The Wall Street Journal, along with supermarket flyers everywhere, tells us that there are more real estate agents than there are homes for sale in the U.S. At the end of January, the National Association of Realtors, viewed by some as a cartel, registered 1.04 million homes for sale, down 26% from a year earlier and the lowest on record going back to 1982. That's versus 1.45 million members. Other signs? Get vaccinated and take down a free Krispy Kreme donut every day for the rest of 2021. Couple that with TSA numbers, produced daily, showing passengers are triple where they were a year ago, although still only about 70% of two years ago, and you begin to get a clearer picture. There's certainly hope and pent-up demand for in-person conferences. Mortgage groups in Georgia, Florida, Texas, and California have every intention of doing that as long as it is safe. For links to those conferences, as well as ones on employment, broker, correspondent, and lender services and products, and trainings and webinars into April, visit robchrisman.com. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, Black Knight. Black Knight is a premier provider of innovative, high-performance technology, data and analytics for first mortgages, and home equity products. From point of sale through post-closing, the company's trusted loan origination system, Empower, as well as its integrated end-to-end origination solutions, deliver unmatched capabilities, functionality, and support to increase processing efficiencies and lower operational costs for lenders, as well as improve the home buying experience for borrowers. Black Knight leads the mortgage technology space, helping clients of all sizes conquer business challenges and provide borrowers with the advanced digital capabilities they increasingly expect. With that being said, I wanted to bring on Sean Dugan, Managing Director of Business Development for Black Knight Origination Technologies. Sean leads a team of professionals responsible for expanding Black Knight mid-tier client base with technology solutions that enable them to realize greater efficiencies, drive improved financial performance, and better manage operational risk. Thanks very much for coming on the Crispin Commentary Podcast. Thanks, Robbie. Pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to this, the uh, discussion. Yeah, me too. So on yesterday's podcast, I spoke on the move from centralized to decentralized mortgage tech in the past 30 years, as well as many challenges lenders are facing with rising costs due to the market. That has essentially made the move towards a best-of-breed technology strategy, which, is, which can lead to confusion amongst lenders. So today, I wanted to bring you on to talk about the rise of the all-in-one mortgage origination platform. Can you go through some of the best ways to address current lender challenges with an all-in-one LOS? Our thought is uh, one of the best ways to address the, the, the challenges. And, and again, you know, those challenges, uh, as Bob and, and you discussed, uh, include you know, an increased cost per loan. Clients we're also seeing with multiple vendors having system latency and outages uh, that they're dealing with. And then, of course, it's, it's quite costly from a maintenance um, and integration perspective, not to say that there's also a confusing landscape for lenders uh, who are evaluating these technology vendors uh, on which ones are, are capable to support their business requirements. And so the way that we feel that we address that is by uh, much to do with our investment and in acquisition and innovation strategy. There's a real passion here at Black Knight to, to focus on how our technology solutions uh, can really increase efficiency and drive down 
cost to originate as well as increase profitability for our clients. So we invest uh, well over $100 million a year in our technology platforms, and that does not count the acquisition strategies that you've seen from Black Knight. Some of those include uh, Optimal Blue being one of the more uh, recent and significant acquisitions with a continued focus of driving uh, mid-tier solutions to increase the effectiveness and efficiencies of the Empower uh, load origination system. So what that really means is uh, we, we don't provide an LOS. Um, we provide an ecosystem. And so that ecosystem includes not only the Empower uh, platform, but also many of our integrated components. And um, those components will include, as I mentioned, Optimal Blue, uh, as well as the acquisition of Compass Analytics. So, uh, you know, the leader in pricing and product eligibility, as well as pipeline management. We deliver our new digital point of sale and the digital loan officer workspace, which is designed to keep the loan officer entirely out of the loan origination system in the field, working with borrowers, working with realtors and other business partners. Our ecosystem includes, uh, again, in the environment and the transaction fee, uh, Ernst uh, from a fees perspective, our artificial intelligence virtual assistant called Ava that handles document uh, classification as well as extraction. Uh, we're also working on some cutting edge tools for underwriters uh, called Underwriter Assist, uh, which provides a, a really unique user interface designed specifically for the underwriter, the, the most costly resource from a human resource perspective that a lender may have to make that as efficient as possible. We deliver e-signature, e-close, business intelligence. Again, Robbie, that's that's all within one transaction fee under one umbrella, all seamlessly, thoughtfully, elegantly integrated into that um, user's experience with the, within the LOS. In delivering those capabilities within that one ecosystem and user experience, we're able to significantly drive down um, the cost to originate, the cost to integrate, uh, vendor management fees and complexity, and allow that lender to really harness the power of Black Knight from a regulatory and a delivery perspective as well. So there's all these different technologies out there that lenders are, are weighing how to incorporate into their tech stack. How has Black Knight's Empower LOS actually been built based on this all-in-one approach? You, you hit the nail on the head there. It's really confusing for a lender in the market today to evaluate all these different providers from you know LOS providers to point-of-sale providers to day-one certainty providers. Um, you know, we, I think anybody in the mortgage technology space has had a conversation with a lender, which is, my Lord, I, I don't know where to turn. I don't know who to trust. So, you know, we remove that complexity by Black Knight being a very well-known, reputable, stable, scalable company that a, a lender can feel comfortable and confident um, that we have the ability and the track record of delivery. And that's exactly you know, what we've done with that all-in-one strategy. We've gone out and we've made significant uh, innovations and acquisitions. In other cases, we've built the ability. The result of that is delivering within that Empower 
ecosystem, all of the capabilities under one roof that a lender would need. <clears throat> and that includes, you know, pricing and product eligibility, uh, by example, with our acquisition of Optimal Blue, um, can include uh, pipeline management, the acquisition of Compass Analytics, <clears throat> could include um, compliance testing. That was not an acquisition. That was an innovation. Um, with our regulatory assist product. And it goes down the line. <clears throat> Acquisitions of earned fees, artificial intelligence and machine learning, e-signature, e-close capabilities, the acquisition of motivity uh, for business intelligence. You know, the acquisition is only one part of it. It really comes down to how do you elegantly integrate those solutions <clears throat> into that one user experience. It's, it's only in that capacity that we're able to drive down costs to originate. We're able to increase the production of FTEs. By example, you know, the, the industry average these days <clears throat> somewhere around 5.6, 5.7 loans per FTE. We've got a couple of clients, not all of our clients, but multiple clients, um, and their numbers are closer to 18 loans per FTE. So you can really see how putting this under one roof, delivering a really comprehensive ecosystem has the capacity to drive down costs um, with an eye towards, of course, increasing the lender profitability. And it certainly sounds like in addition to giving lenders extra efficiencies, it's really helping out borrowers. Are there any other metrics you could share with us at this time? Probably around cycle time. Um, so same concept, right? Uh, each each lender's a little bit different, but um, the cycle time that many of our lenders are realizing is closer to 20 days clear to close. And that has to do really with uh, multiple tools within our ecosystem, such as our orchestration engine, which is a really robust workflow tool. And what we've done is we've reinvented that mortgage process. It's no longer linear. It doesn't go origination and then to processing and they finish their checklist. And then it goes to underwriting and they do their checklist, so on and so forth. When an application comes into our environment, we fire out tasks across the entire organization. It allows uh, specialized workers to focus on clearing specific conditions and work items um, kind of simultaneously, right? They're all working at the same time. It's probably pretty easy to figure out how that can drive down that cycle time, again, to a metric of 20 days clear to close, again, for, for some of our clients. Sean, thank you very much for coming on the Crispin Commentary Podcast. That was a, a, a very enjoyable discussion for me. Thanks, Robbie. Appreciate the time. Appreciate the opportunity. Last week, the Federal Open Market Committee told us that it believes the U.S. economy is heading for the strongest growth in nearly 40 years, but pledged to keep their foot on the gas despite an expected surge in inflation. The numbers aren't quite there yet. Softer economic data for February recently released is being done so with the caveat that inclement weather across much of the country influenced the results. Our business took note that housing starts fell 10.3%, a single-family starts fell 8.5%, and multifamily fell 15.0%. The single-family annualized rate of 1.04 million units was still above the average rate for the first half of 2020, and starts are expected to improve in March, although the pace may be affected by rising material costs and higher mortgage rates. Mortgage purchase applications are only up slightly from one year ago, but refi applications are 20% below their levels over the same time period, per the Mortgage Bankers Association. Turning to the bond market, the week began with the yield curve flattening, including the 10-year yield closing below 1.70% for the first time since last week. A flattening yield curve can indicate that expectations for future inflation are falling, 
Existing home sales decreased 6.6% month over month in February to a seasonally adjusted rate of 6.22 million, below expectations. Total sales in February were up 9.1% from a year ago. As has been the case for months, the supply of existing homes for sale remains near all-time low levels, driving up the pace of price increases well beyond the pace of income gains. This will only exacerbate affordability pressures for prospective buyers, along with the recent rise in mortgage rates. How about some good news? On the forbearance front, the Mortgage Bankers Association's latest forbearance and call volume survey revealed that the total number of loans now in forbearance decreased to 5.05% of servicers' portfolio volume as of March 14th. According to MBA's estimate, 2.5 million homeowners are in forbearance plans. Today's economic calendar is packed with Fed speakers, including Chair Powell, along with Treasury Secretary Yellen, testifying before the House Financial Services Committee on the CARES Act. The other Fed appearances include St. Louis's Bullard, Atlanta's Bostitch, Richmond's Barkin, Governor Brainerd, and New York's Williams. Data begins with the Q4 current account balance and the Philadelphia Fed non-manufacturing indices for March. Later this morning brings Redbook same-store sales for the week ending March 20th, Richmond Fed manufacturing and services for March, February new home sales, and results from a $60 billion two-year treasury note auction. Today's MBS purchase schedule sees the desk conducting two operations targeting up to $4.8 billion of 2% and 2.5% coupons across Gini 2s and UMBS 30s. We begin the day with agency MBS prices better by an eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.64%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. It is with the saddest heart that I must pass on the following news. Please join me in remembering a great icon of the entertainment community. The Pillsbury Doughboy died yesterday of a yeast infection and complications from repeated pokes in the belly. He was 56. Doughboy was buried in a lightly greased coffin. Dozens of celebrities turned out to pay their respects, including Mrs. Butterworth, Hungry Jack of the California Raisins, Betty Crocker, the Hostess Twinkies, and Captain Crunch. The gravesite was piled high with flowers. Aunt Jemima delivered the eulogy. I thought she was canceled and lovingly described Doughboy as a man who never knew how much he was needed. <laughs> Doughboy rose quickly in show business, but his later life was filled with turnovers. He was not considered a very smart cookie, wasting much of his dough on half-baked schemes. Despite being a little flaky at times, he still, as a crusty old man, was considered a role model for millions. <laughs> Doughboy is survived by his wife, Play Doe, two children, John Doe and Jane Doe, Plus, they had one in the oven. He's also survived by his elderly father, Pop-Tart. The funeral was held at 3.50 for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Black Knight. As the mortgage industry continues to evolve and embrace digital capabilities to improve and enhance the origination process, you can count on the innovative and integrated solutions from Black Knight to keep your lending team ahead of the curve. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.